Oh, I've got props in another room for this. Oh. I've, got, I've got the books of these films. Okay. I've never read them because they are huge tomes. They're like, you know when you get a, a book of something or class to research it, it's like, wow, there's like, you know, there's a whole semester or, you know, two terms worth of reading material here. Mm. It's that, but it's meant to be, you know, a fantasy adventure. Wow. And, and there's two, there's three of them, and I've only, I've got two of them. It's like, uh, 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 I don't think I'll ever get through these. I thought it'd be fun, but uh, I'll just stick with these films. My name is Andrew Jones. I'm not a bookophile. I'm Johnny Ellis, and I am movie mad. Are you I have many mad? books. I am indeed. I have, um, I have a few books that I'm, I've been meaning to read. You said you have many books. I have many books that I've been meaning to read, uh, like June and The Stand. Um, now June is the uh, one about the month, the invention of a month. Yes. Yeah. And the stand is June. about uh, the creation of uh, the microtype Bill. There, mm. <laughs> uh, Michael Mike Mills. I can't remember the other guy's name. REM song stand. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, of course. Cool. Um, but you've watched Dune that... and you've seen every episode of the stand, right? No. <laughs> no. I've been meaning to read the books before I watch the stuff. Oh, have you got the stuff? Yeah. The right stuff. It's on Disney oh, Plus. I just watched the right stuff the other day, actually. I've been Any doing good? a space kick. And by the right stuff, I mean the 83 Philip Kaufman yeah. film, not the right. uh, National Geographic Disney Plus show. It took uh, me three three watches because it's three hours and 12 minutes long. Uh, so I did, it, I did it in stages. And uh, let me tell you, the uh, first half hour is kind of slow and boring. And then suddenly it's uh, Jeff Goldblum and Harry Shearer as uh, NASA recruiters trying to work out who should be the kind of astronauts they pick up. Should it be, you know, test flight pilots? Should it be marine or naval flyers? Should it be, you know, airbase guys? Should it be daredevils? And it's just them going around different places talking to people and them on a uh, aircraft carrier having vomiting up and trying to have a monologue at the same time and Goldblum's Goldblumming and Harry Shearer doing Harry Shearer. And it's before I was really famous, but they're just, you know, they are the best part of it. And then it goes on for another two and a bit hours. I always think that the right stuff is um, a sports thing, like baseball or something. Nope, it's the... I don't know uh, why, it, but I, that's why I always Mercury. Have um... Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Just like last That's week's right. film. Here we go. I'm just going to go into space now. <laughs> um, now, I'm very confused this week because uh, I know what film we're watching. Space. Um, but I... I the podcast, I show you films. You yep. tell me if you like them or not. If you're mad for them or not. And are you mad for it? We'll find out. Um, so I know we're doing... This week we're doing a Nightwatch. Yep. The Ewan McGregor thriller, Nightwatch. Um, I had my head. Right. Vin Diesel film. You're thinking pitch black, aren't you? Pinch black. That's what I had in my head. That's the one. I knew it was uh, something about. Oh, yeah, not the blank check podcast. We're currently going through the Riddicks. Right. Um, we are. And then we are said, dealing with uh, Timo McMambertov, baby. And then you said, uh, just before we started recording, you said about having a dubbed version and a subbed version. Yep. And I was like, oh, what's why would Vin Diesel be talking in a different language? But now I'm wondering why. Well, um, he talks in a different language. He, he dubs. 
Groot in every language, didn't he? Yeah, true. So that's true. why. All right, yeah. All right. Um, and now you want to hear how me and this bitch <laughs> broke up or whatever Zona was? And now you're saying it's um based on a book as well. This uh this film. So I have no idea what we're going into. I've got n- absolutely no. Uh, yeah, no idea what the story could be. Uh, also, you said you want to do a night watch, and I was like, oh, it's my night off tonight. I have to do another night shift, but then I realised you meant a film. So I'm, I'm I'm all over the place today. Um, what what do I need to know going into night watch? What wouldn't you need to know? Are you how familiar are you with the works of Timo Bagnambatov? Uh I don't know what you just said. The uh, Kazakhstani director Timo Timo Bagnambatov did, of course, wanted. Okay. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Right. Yeah, and everyone's every, everyone's favorite iconic epic Morgan Freeman movie Ben Hur. Not, I've not seen that. You didn't see Did Ben you ever Hur. Get to see that? I remember you. Uh, yeah, I went. I went to the IMAX yep. to watch it. I specifically went to the IMAX to watch it, and at the last five minutes, the IMAX froze. So <laughs> they gave us a free ticket. So I ended up going to see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two in that free ticket. All right. So that, you, that was you, didn't, you didn't go see uh, Ben Hur again. No, no, because. Unfortunately, that film is sodding boring, except for one decision, which is during a chariot race, a uh, cam, one of the, yeah, it's a floating visual camera, mm. right? And a guy falls off a chariot and uh, rolls into the camera. The camera flips around like it's been, hit, like it's been hit, like there is an actual camera on the chariot race. All right. And it's like, oh, okay, right, we're, we're, we're just going silly now. Yeah. Okay, we're just pretending this is really happening and people are just accepting that there's a cameraman in the chariot race. Does it have commentators as well? <laughs> no. I wish Greg Fruit was there. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Well, the thing about Timo Bakhmamatov is he uh, is a very kinetic director. He, you know, one shot will lead to another. He always tries to find ways to integrate text and right. form and function into his stories. And if the, in the last three, four years, he decided to change his production company stance into the desktop films. He produced yeah. Searching. Oh, right. Okay. Searching was the first big one. And then after that, he's directed a couple of them and produced a bunch of them. These are these thrillers set on desktops. Yeah. I, I liked that. Uh, Searching is amazing. Yeah. Th- that whole idea of a, a film um, running on, the de- on a desktop. Mm. Does work sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes they really like. They labour the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I remember, yeah, searching I loved, and what was the other one? Uh, set on a Zoom call. It's a horror. A movie. host. Host, yeah. Did you ever see that? Imagine. No. No. Yeah. Um, I watched. I like that. Rob. I like Jed, but um, I'm not going to see a horror film based yeah, on a desktop. It is, it is surprisingly scary. Yes. Like I wasn't expecting it to be that scary. Sure. I had a laugh when Rob released the clip of him trying to fuck with Kate on the thing back in the day before oh. host, but like the early version of him just messing around in the attic. It, that, that, you know, it's, it's right. a clip that kind of did the rounds, which got host made. Okay. And then host, of course, led to him working with Sam Bloody Raimi in Blumhouse. Um, but amazing. yeah, I loved that that whole idea of host with um because I watched it like late one night, Home Alone on the um. On my ah, <laughs> um, I made my family disappear. You said. 
And um, and the uh, one of the best things about it is that forty-minute time it had. What a yeah, it's fifty-four yeah. minutes overall, wasn't it? Yeah, and it because so it is it fifty minutes of credits. Um, I can't remember. Mm. I can't remember <laughs> a exactly, really extended but... credit sequence written in uh, you know notepad. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine. <laughs> Each word written typed up, and then sometimes words are typed up incorrectly and deleted. And... Oh, so it's exactly like the opening sequence is almost famous, really. <laughs> Just you know, erasing and scratching out. Good time. Um, so, um, Nightwatch. But yeah, uh, before that, uh, he was working for Russia. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, where he was making his money. Um, and he he adapts these uh, books. Right. These are fantasy horror books. Okay. By so uh, Sergei Lukyanenko. I'm wondering if it's going to be uh, shot in the same way as stuff like Wanted. Because I remember Wanted, the, the whole kind of look and feel of that. Like, you know, the main thing I remember is the, uh, the keyboard smashing over someone's face and it slows down. Whose face? I can't remember. Come on. It was. It wasn't James McAvoy's face. No, was James like McAvoy was doing it to his best friend. I Chris haven't seen Pratt. it in years. Oh, was it Chris Pratt? Jesus! Wait, wait. Really? Who? <laughs> yeah, Chris Pratt's oh, his best friend. I really should be watched that. Yeah, it, it doesn't hold up. Oh, really? No. It's some good stuff in it, but it's a little too, you know, toxic masculinity bullshit of its time. Uh, yeah. Just like Fight Club. Yeah. If like Fight Club, it's kind of ironically detached about it. Uh, is it though? I know the people who were influenced by Fight Club and those people did not get the ironic detachment, guys. <laughs> Sometimes you kind of have to be a little less subtle about things. Just remind um, people to stop fucking being cunts. <laughs> so I'm wondering uh, how Night Watch is going to look. Yeah. Like can, I said, can, well, can I tell you one thing? Unfortunately, yeah. we won't be able to see it on the version of Disney+. Plus. Right. But on the blue, on the theatrical on the Blu-ray, this doesn't go for Daywatch, because the Daywatch, the only version available, is, ever the, is always the director's cut, right. which is slightly longer, and thus they just avoid, they couldn't do it for it. Right. The subtitles mm. were kinetic. Okay, They would flap about on the screen, they would react to things, and uh, if a word would be like, you know, He's drinking blood. The, the word blood would then get filled into red. They were having fun with it. It was like, right, you're really, you know, utilising that you're a subtitled film and getting people attached to the fact that subtitles are part of the film as opposed to they just laid on later on. Mm. And it was like, that's how you do it. And very few films have ever bothered to fucking do that since. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a great... I mean, it probably costs a little bit more money yeah, and time yeah, and effort. But not that much more. It's just effort. Because you're still having to transcribe your film anyway. You're just now adding a bit. And I've done, you know, I did for one week. I had to, been, I had to do karaoke videos. Oh, right. So I had to, you know, find the lyrics to songs. What songs? Do you remember a particular songs you had to um, do? Yeah, there was the Black Eyed Peas song. What's it called? Um, Pump It. No, no. Ah, that's the thing. There was a list of songs. Uh, there's the "I'm Going Down, She's Yelling Timber." That was a song. Right? Oh right, yeah, yeah. Um, "Raw" was definitely a song on the yeah. thing. The, I mean, half of how I know about uh, 2010s music was based around the 
20 songs I had to transcribe and edit mm-hmm. and time and sometimes to have fun things going on for uh, this Rio 2 karaoke session. Right. Okay, yeah. that's what it was for, Rio 2. Yeah, Rio 2. <laughs> so if you went to the, Strat- the Stratford-Westfield for one for like a day, you could have gone and done karaoke based on my videos. Did you go and do it? No. no Why not? Because I, I had been work. doing that for two weeks. Your proud work. It's not my proud work. <laughs> You should have gone. And just everyone that walked in was like, I did this. Me. Those words you're singing, that's me. Welcome. The clips that come in time with the rhythm. I had to particularly do that. That took me a long time. Yeah. No one would notice because that's just kind of background art. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of effort I was doing. So let's get more people to do that for all the films. Imagine Parasite if you could watch it with uh, cool subtitles as opposed to, you know, just flat subtitles. Yeah. Bong, director Bong doesn't care about making subtitles cool. He says, you oh, you, you shouldn't, you know, you should look beyond the millimetre and a half at the bottom of the screen. Like, well, yeah, make the millimetre and a half at the bottom of the screen. Millimetre and a half? That's what he said on the Oscars, right? Was it millimetre? No. Millimetre like is that. fucking tiny. Millimetre is tiny, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, imagine reading millimetre uh, and a half height subtitles we will do when we have our screens <laughs> on a phone are you kidding me true yeah when you watch something on a phone that's how small it can be god I think, yeah yeah it's, it's it's screen dependent yeah so yeah. pixels in it <laughs> well um what else should i know going into um to night watch because like i said i was expecting a sort of sci-fi alien kind of film and I was thinking, I think I might have seen this already, but I've not seen the second one. Turns out now I realise the second one I was thinking of was Riddick. Um, um, well, the second one isn't Riddick, is it? No? What's, what's the second That's one? The, the Riddick is the third one, which is uh, the film, the reason that he did Fast and Furious, uh, Tokyo right. Drift, if you remember. It's Vin the Diesel. second, the Chronicles of Riddick or something. The Chronicles of Riddick, starring? Vin Diesel. And? Family. Keith David, obviously, because he's back from Pitch Black. Okay. And also, most importantly, his best friend who he talked to play D&D on set. Paul Walker. Dame. Judy Dench. Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. Now I want to watch those. But yeah, I've got hey, no idea. Hey, you know what? Chronicles of Riddick, kind of unwatchable. I've never managed to get through <laughs> the whole thing. I'm going to have to do it this month. On um on Disney here, I see it looks like a yellow school bus, but it's not. It's a yellow truck. Um, Sort of about to be flipped no and no it's a guy, magic school bus there's a guy stood in front of the bus and a girl inside with uh red fizzy hair um yeah that sounds about right so yeah that's that's the only image i've got going i've got to go on i got nothing if i tell you like uh, yeah we said last week last week because you're fantasy action picture yes this week is my fantasy action picture yeah what would that then give you a hint of? When you think of fantasy. Mm. This was released on UMD Video, by the way, at one point. Do you remember those? The PlayStation Portable oh, discs? Uh, yeah. So this has got a DVD and a Blu-ray and a UMD. Those are formats you can watch it on. Right. That's Now that's got to be only a millimetre and a half of subtitles at the best. I think it's going to be a world within a world kind of thing. Worlds within worlds. Yeah, like um, <laughs> like Artemis Fowl. <laughs> oh my God, who's going to be the Dilch Diggler or whatever his name was? Mulch <laughs> Mulcahy. 
Um, the 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 fairy world exists in that world, but also the the real world exists. I think we've got our world. Oh, so a bit like Bright. I never saw Bright, but sure. Also, well, fairy I mean, lives don't matter today. Remember? <laughs> no. That's the guy who said uh, "fuck Marvel" when he went into his DC film, which he now says DC fucked up for him anyway. And the uh, writer who uh, is cancelled because you know he's a sexual toucher boy. Right. And his father murdered people on set. You know. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm done, Will Smith. Um, yeah. Shall we, shall we get into Nightwatch then? Or is what else? I don't know what else to say. Cause I, I Can we just say one thing that might give you just a hint of where we're going here? Okay. That's Vampire. Mm. Right. Okay. Now what do you feel? Um, another language. Vampires. There we go, baby. It's Blade. I still need to watch Blade. Do you? Yeah. Why? Because I've been mean to watch. I I stopped listening to the Empire podcast once because he was about to give a spoiler for Blade 2. And I stopped and I thought, I watched Spoiler Blade Blade. 2 isn't as good as everyone says it is. Just because Guillermo del Toro doesn't make it better than Stephen Knighton's one. They're all rubbish. David A. Runs is also terrible, by the way. I thought I watched Blade. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine his one? Oh, God. Oh no! Have I just I thought, cast us? <laughs> I thought I watched Blade Two. Hey, Blade Blade Herschel, and two. Now you're going to play a uh, dirty Los Angeles cop who also walks by day. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we start Nightwatch? Or do you want to just watch the Blade films? Apparently. Yeah. No. All right, Nightwatch. No. Yeah, watch this night. It began. Over 1,000 years ago, when a truce was struck between the protectors of light and the warriors of darkness. For centuries, that delicate balance has always been guarded by the underground forces of the Night Watch. Today, on these streets, the balance of power is about to shift. I remember being a child, or at least you're a teenager. Mm-hmm. I like films I was a teenager I don't like anymore. <laughs> and is that your your lead into Nightwatch? Hmm. Some films date differently. Yeah. Tell me about the first time you saw Nightwatch. The first time I saw Nightwatch would have been when I rented it from Blockbuster because it got four stars from Empire. I was like, well, this sounds interesting. Let's rent this and see how it is. And me and my brother really enjoyed it. It was like, well, it's interesting. It's kinetic. It's got a lot of things going on. It felt like it was different. Hmm. I recall it also having more of a sense of humour when I saw it as well. I switched off from this very, very early on. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. I just and didn't find it interesting. I'll be but, honest, um, I know exactly why. It's This Nightwatch does not hold up at all. Yeah, at least there's no sequel that we're watching next week for it. Uh, that'd be a terrible idea, wouldn't it? No. And even if you had that idea, maybe you'd probably change the uh, change the lineup. Yeah, maybe you would, but also, yeah. you know, maybe you maybe. wouldn't, because at this point, 
you're pot committed and you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna remind you remind your friend that uh, he made you sit through two different versions of cats so uh, <laughs> everything is fucking fair game <laughs> no this is worse than cats come on mm, no 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 this you is... have watch this again or cats again oh 100 night watch really if cats had Judy Dench at one point going, it's me, I'll do Deuteronomy, and I'm going to take a sword out of my spine. And we're like, okay, that's an interesting concept. <laughs> spine swords. How many vertebrae do you have? All right, fair enough. How but many vertebrae do you have? I don't know. How many of them do you reckon could you know, form together into some <laughs> sort of uh, weapon if you needed it to? Yeah. Ugh, spine God. sword. This was uh, Russia's submission to the 77th Academy Awards with the Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. How did, how did, how did it fare? Did it was not accepted as an Omni. Oh, why? It didn't make the uh, shortlist? Mm-mm. Oh dear, what happened? It received mixed reviews from critics, but hey, Empire gave it four stars, so... Yeah, well, they did. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the world was set up very well. It's a, it's a lot of that uh, classic fancy thing of, right, we're going to say a lot right now and then just kind of casually drop five things over the course of time and hope that you remember anything. Yeah. But also not make it fun. Mm. The thing with uh, them in the car with the nitro and then seeing the uh, evil guy and the guy who does the, the hand thing and they go over, that's like, yeah, that's where it should be. And it immediately reminded me of a sequence in Daywatch, which is like, yeah, that's kind of what there should be more of. Okay. Uh, I thought like, well, actually, I remember fight, there was like that, the tiger thing, the owl thing, the obsession with drinking blood, right? Uh, the train, and the sword spine. These are the things yeah. I remember from the film, and everything yeah. else didn't last. And it's like, yeah, those are the, that's, you know, how come you can't turn the rest of that into that? Why is there this vortex thing, which is just kind of mentioning, you know, there's crows flying around, but that's about it. Do something with something. Yeah, they don't really explain that. No, oh, she's she's cursed and she cursed herself, so she's creating the the end of the world or some bullshit. It's real finicky stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, it's real problems with fancy when it gets up its own ass and doesn't want to make fun of it itself. So, oh, we're taking it so seriously now. Everything's um, the most important thing in the world, and yeah, you should take something seriously, but you should also go like, but we know it's silly, right? You know that it's silly, and so you can go anywhere you want with it. We were about an hour in, and I realised, I was like, oh, we've still got like 50 whole minutes to get through. It was a real slog. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I'm really yeah. intrigued about how... You're right, it was a sequel. real slog. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I was like, I was watching going, yeah, but the first hour is like a long wind-up, because the next hour is when it all kicks off and really goes crazy, right? That's that's what I remember. Yeah. And then uh, as I'm going it, I'm realising, shit, what I'm remembering is Daywatch. <laughs> <laughs> So if this to if if next week's one turns out to be shit, you know what's happened. Yeah, I've remembered <laughs> five things from a childhood as well, a childhood yep. teenagehood. Um. Yeah, this is a film I own on DVD and Blu-ray. Blimey! When was the last time you watched this? Over a decade ago, when I got the Blu-ray. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you're in your twenties. Was... Oh, film directors Quentin Tarantino. And... Danny Boyle have highly praised the film. You know what? I like. Of course, this. Danny Boyle bloody likes this thing. It's made by Danny Boyle, basically. He even does the thing that Sunshine does at the end, where it's just like, right, we're going to recap the whole film during the credits again. <laughs> in 2010, Empire published a list of 100 best films in the history of world cinema. Nightwatch took the 100th place in it. Wow, that's high. 
High praise. Um, a third film entitled uh, Twilight, Twilight Watch, Watch was announced. Yep. However, Timo yep. instead decided to do Wanted. I mean, better choice, right? Yeah. Although I was always excited about Twilight Watch. I wanted to see where they would take the franchise. He said he he uh, he went on to say that Twilight Watch would be too much like Wanted. Okay. Um, I mean, there was going to be a fight coming. on a train. There was going to be peanut butter rats. Peanut butter rats. I need remember? to watch. No, I don't remember any of that. This, I remember he, the, he, the he, puts peanut, he puts peanut butter on rats and puts bombs on the rats, and they all go around and they explode. Oh, wow. No. And then, then he's like, uh, yeah, trying to fight the butcher. And the butcher's all like, pussy, pussy, pussy. And slashes <laughs> him a bunch of times. And, you know, Anton's in that film and he's like, yeah, you know, like I'm commander of the baths or whatever. See, when we started, before we started the film, you mentioned he did um, Wanted. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I haven't watched that in years. Maybe I should give that another watch. Uh, and now I don't want to. <laughs> When's the last time you watched uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? I think I saw it when it came out on DVD. But okay, I... and then there was the but well, that was the first time. When was the last time you watched that great film? I think uh, when it came out on DVD. Right. Um, here's an idea. Yeah. What's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter? Really? The film is so fun. I don't remember it being at all memorable. What do you mean at all memorable? You. The guy sniffs the air, goes, Abraham fucking Lincoln. And then throws a horse at Abraham Lincoln. He throws okay. a horse at Abraham Lincoln. Right. How do you not... No, I don't remember any Abraham of Abraham Lincoln's chasing him. They're jumping horse to horse in a stampede. And he just picks up a horse and throws it at the sitting president. <laughs> he sat down. Of course he sat down. He's too tall. <laughs> too shame. And he can't run because he's Benjamin Walker. Um, Benjamin this... Walker. Uh, I, we probably would have had more fun and more to talk about if we'd watched Wanted, though, to be honest. Or Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. Hunter. Hunter. Um, but, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter Killer. It's Gerard Butler. <laughs> it's me. I'm fucking Abraham fucking Lincoln. I've come here to take down your slavery and your monsters. It's strange, though, because uh, Night Watch is a film that I've um, I've seen the poster for so many times, and I, I suppose I must have had it mixed up with um, that Riddick film so many times. Um, so they wear sunglasses and shit, don't they? Yeah, did they come out at some at the same no, the, um, or something? Or Pitch Black was two thousand. Okay. Um, oh wow. Okay. Chronicles of Riddick was two thousand and four. Yeah. And then Riddick was like two thousand eleven, right? Right. So this was 2000, this was around the same time as Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, this was 2004, yeah. Yeah, um, maybe, but that can't have been, unless maybe you were thinking of Chronicles. Were you thinking of Chronicles? I don't know, I just, um, what was the first one called again? Pitch Black. Pitch Black. Uh, pitch Black. 2000 film. Um... And then the other one was Chronicles of Reddick. Yes. Chronicles of Reddick. Hmm. Posters don't look too... Oh, maybe Chronicles of Reddick looks a bit... Because it's him with the glasses on right foot, front and centre. 
like front and center. Yeah. Not quiet, but like front and center. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Chronicles of Riddick, of Riddick was. So I wonder. Well, yeah, I don't know. Just Nightwatch is one that Nightwatch and Daywatch have been. I've I've not watched them, but they've been in my peripheral. Mm-hmm. You know. Guess what's now been out of your peripheral and in your actual? Yeah, I know. Right. Um, thanks. Uh, uh. Hey, you, if you're going to watch him anyway, wouldn't you rather watch him with me? Well, but now we have to do a podcast around it. And I'm just like, ugh. What's wrong with <laughs> See, podcast? Because, well, if I'd watched this just as normal, I wouldn't have, uh, have seen the spine at the end. Thought about it, um, talked about it. Given it oh, 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 you'd time. have you'd have you'd have full bye bye mind it. Yes, yes. That's I too much. Yep, yep, exactly. Um, <sighs> um, if you were some kind of uh, if you okay, which side would you be if you were in the fight between like the good and the bad, the light and the the day and the night? Um. Don't know. I didn't. The the two sides didn't. There was no like. Um, oh, you starting to realise that actually the concept of uh, evil is based around who's saying it. Yeah, there was no it's perspective based. on the two sides. No, just... no. It's almost like uh, they they're equal, and it doesn't matter. It, in a, in a war, you're fighting yeah. for your side because they're your side, and that's the only reason. Yeah, and you call the other side evil just to make sure that you feel like you're doing the right thing. When when you're fighting another person, you're not doing the right thing. We should all work together, mm. right? Yeah. But if you were in one of those things, what kind of thing would you like to be? Would you like to have the ability of vampires to talk to other people and control them, or would you like to shapeshift into some crazy animal? Um, I think I'd go for the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. The, you the, like the, the forever thing? Yeah. Who wants to live forever? <laughs> Touche. But and and I'm a night night owl, so. Oh, so you're in the. Uh, <laughs> the shapeshifting. Shapeshifting yeah. realm. That looks horrible it, to be an owl, though. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. I think I'd I'd, I'd be both if I could. The new face so, of so, terror so, is cool as hell. Says the poster here, on the um. On the chronicles of because the new face of terror is Vin <laughs> Diesel. On the on the Wikipedia page for Nightwatch, it's the English language poster. English language um, poster. The Noch Neudeuser. I can't zoom in. I can't see what. Um. Because it's. Oh, let's see. Hold up a second. No, the news of the world. I think it says underneath it. It's very blurry. Right. What are you looking at? Oh, have you gone? Have you gone to get your DVDs or Blu-rays? Did you say you've got the DVD and Blu-ray? Am I talking to myself right now? Have you given up with the podcast like I want to? <laughs> I don't know what more to say. Uh, you, uh, you, you back with the I've DVD. Yeah. DVDs of the films right. here. What do we need to know? Um, it's a, uh, it just says. Would you uh, like to know that it will blow you away, Four Stars Empire? <laughs> oh God. Okay. Any more? Nope. That's the only one they've got on there. That's it. 
That's the only one they bothered to have on there. Yeah, the one here says um, a new face of terror is cool as hell. Uh, and cool as hell is, uh, is in... Uh, Fun font. Yeah, cool is cold and hell is... Um, uh, cool oh. is in blue and hell is, is in fire. Oh, so um, that's kind of like what the, uh, the the subtitles would be like, you see. Yeah, and the cooler cell is um is in quote quotations. So and I think it says news of the world underneath. But it's well, very well, the disc art for disc one and disc two are the same, except one says disc one, one says disc two. That's not at all confusing. <laughs> well done. Right. Um. You could you could you get a, a novelist text commentary on this as well. So mm-hmm. if you want to just read a commentary. I'll just be text popping up saying, uh, testing, oh, one, two, three. It's like um, the commentary for Pulp Fiction. There's no commentary for Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but there's a, um, there's a subtitle commentary thing with, like, information. Who um, wrote that? I think he might have written it. Or Who? Who's he? There's a lot of men in the film. Cutie. A little cutie pie. Well, look, if he was going to do a commentary, he'd talk, and the commentary would then be five hours long. <laughs> I gotta stop the film for a second. And it goes on for <laughs> two minutes about one particular poster in the background. Oh man! If only. <laughs> one year after the Russian release, the international distribution began. Other than the London premiere at the Odeon West End as part of Fright yeah, that makes sense. So, amid uh, that screened amid heavy security on 28th of August 2005, 2015. I was going to say, um, the first European. Country outside CIS was Spain, where it was released on 2nd of September. By mid-October, it had been released in most European countries. On 17th of February, it had a limited release in the United States. That's um, wild. Yeah. Frankfurt, eh? Yeah, it's got a little thing um, where it has a number. What do you call it? Citation. Mm-hmm. And the citation takes you to a website called eyeforfilm.co.uk. E-Y-E for film. Oh, right. Um, written by Antbit. Um, Anton Patel. It is Bittell. a brief roundup of films at day three of Frightfest. That's, that's 100% Anton Patel. Good for him. Uh, the Night Watch is a supernatural police squad um, assigned to ensure the forces of darkness stick to their centuries-old truths with the forces of light and Anton Gorodetsky, um, their newest and most ambivalent member must decide the, uh, the highest grossing Russian feature of all time. Uh, must decide where his true allegiances lie as a cursed woman threatened to engulf all of Moscow in a vortex of darkness and a young boy emerges who must make a difficult decision intimately related to a choice made by Anton 12 years earlier. You see? You don't need to read half of it. I've got the whole thing up here. <laughs> First film in the projector trilogy is in fantasy, horror, and gobsmacking special effects to explore the grey areas between good and evil in contemporary life. Fans of Hellboy, Constantine, and Blade trilogy, maybe I don't want to watch the Blade trilogy now, um, will find themselves on from a new ground here. Uh, director executes his ideas with impressive visual extravagance and shuns all simplistic morality and the stylized subtitles, so they had that in the, in the Fright Fest screening. Change in position and colour in response to the action on without parallel in a feature film. 20th Century Fox has tweaked its version of Nightwatch for international distribution, reducing some scenes from the original and even removing an entire character. Hmm. Metaphysical um, seducer Ignat. 
So that was the penultimate film of the night before Dominion prequel to The Exorcist. Wait, which one's Dominion? Is that the Schrader or the Harlow? Uh, Paul Schrader's Dominion. Paul Schrader's one, okay. It's crazy they decided. Actually, we don't like Paul Schrader's one. Um, Renny Harlan, can you can you make a, a, an Exorcist prequel for us so we can release it at the time we're meant to? And they're like, actually, uh, fuck it, let's just release them both because they're all shitty. What are we doing here? And now no. they're like, hey, here's, you know, what, 30 million or something ridiculous? Let's make a bunch of, let's have Leslie Odom Jr. do some exorcisms now. So that was day three of Fright Fest. And this is uh, day four was Monday the 29th. Had uh, Born to Fight, Day of the Dead That's 2, the, Contagium. That's uh, the Matt Damon film. Ah. Uh, Day of the Dead 2, Contagium. Um, P, uh, based in and funded by Thailand, but written and directed by Englishman Paul Spurrier. Cool. Tells the story of a country girl who desperate to pay for her ailing family office medication strict into moving Bangkok and working as prostitute in a go-go club for tourists. Okay. Yeah, I had that uh, problem as well. Yeah. Antibodies and Wolf Creek was the finale. Oh, speaking of spines. Hmm. Um, yeah. Nightwatch, I feel like, would have... Um, if I'd seen this at Fight Fest, I wouldn't have bothered sticking around for the final film. Would if you were also 15, you were seeing it at Fight Fest, how would you have done? Do you this would have been a film like when you were a kid, you're like, yeah, this is kind of crazy. And also you have to you know, think, you know, a bit younger. Uh, I don't think so. Years. No, I don't. Movies took you over, and your Tarantino took you over. I honestly don't think so. Ah, see, we had Red Eye before Nightwatch. Red Eye, Red Eye, Red Eye. Which fun film? Yeah, Red Eye Eye is very fun. And then to follow up, undervalued. I I would have been like just bored out of my mind, and by the end of Nightwatch, I wouldn't have stuck around to to watch Dominion. But would you have then fantasy casted Killian Murphy in in Nightwatch? I mean, it would have made it more interesting. He would have to have a bag on his head. Of course. Does he have to have a bag on his head? Yeah. Is that the only thing he ever has? Yep. He can just wear a hat. He does know that, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like... You think so? I feel like I'm worried that Killian Murphy doesn't know what a baseball cap is. <laughs> Just, just um, gets a sack of baseballs and puts it over his head. He goes, "That's what everyone wears, right?" I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to ask you a question as well, because even though you've watched it, I feel like you're a bit downbeat on this this time watching it. Um, so I'm curious: Are you mad that you watched Nightwatch? Yeah, I am mad that I yeah. watched it. Are you mad that we've got to watch Daywatch next week? <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you something. I'm watching Daywatch, the version. I've got on DVD is uh, 139 minutes. The version on Disney Plus is two hours and eleven. So think about that. You're not watching the director's cut. Okay. You're not watching the two and a half hour version. But still, would you not rather just not watch a version of it at all? After no, because now I want to see. Oh, now I need to see. You know, was I? What 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 happened? Yeah. <laughs> does this That's does this enough. get better? I'm not going to ask you if you're mad that you watch this film because you obviously are. <laughs> You're obviously not movie mad. There's no way you can be. Yeah, sorry. After last week's fun we had with uh, Highlander 2. Yeah, can I just tell you, at the end of the... Uh, this, this is Nightwatch's original two-disc release DVD. Right. The blurb at the back, after all the, you know, blah, blah, centuries, fake humanity, all that stuff. The first installment of an epic trilogy. 
That's that's the, okay. like, <laughs> part, the, the first part of the final line. Interesting. Which tells you everything you need to know, doesn't it? And the I'm second, just... and the DVD for the second one doesn't mention that it's part of a trilogy. <laughs> I've just got an image of like going into a DVD shop now, picking up the DVD, and then coming back next week and sorry, this says it's a trilogy. I found the second one, but uh, I'd like the third one because um, why would you sell me something that says it's part of a trilogy when it's not? Well, then they give you wanted apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah, know, in your face, you found the loophole. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've just got a whole, whole box of wanted DVDs behind a till, waiting for all those people coming in saying, where's the rest of the trilogy? Where's you Twilight are, Watch, baby? Didn't say it was going to make sense, did I, sir? <laughs> uh, I think Wanted was the last DVD I ever bought at uh, Woolworths. Oh, Woolworths. Because they were doing yeah, £10 box. DVDs at that point. So, you know, for day and date release, £10, and at that point, your DVD was, you know, 15, 16 quid. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll get Wanted on DVD, and then I'll get the Blu-ray when it finally comes out for Christmas. Remember Panda Pops from uh, Woolworths? I remember Panda Pops from school dinners. Oh, no, I mean, I remember mainly from uh, from Woolworths. Oh, no, we got a shitty fried burger, weird oh. donut, some terrible chips, and some awful Panda Pops. So that's what they gave us. I was like, oh, Christ. <laughs> Didn't have many school dinners. Um... Where can we find you to, uh, to to persuade you from not making me watch the sequel next? Oh, um, if you want to discuss making, you know, a uh, follow up, but then you're kind of shitting the bed about the whole thing. Why don't you uh, at me at Scott Derrickson, my favourite Twitter account? That's <laughs> me. Tell me how much you like franchises of horror, but you know you need finality. And maybe you should say, hey, get back on the saddle for that. Because then I don't have any power at Scott Derrickson. But, you know, <laughs> maybe something can happen. Maybe. I guess also at Ethan Run, if you absolutely have to, but you don't have to and you shouldn't. <laughs> what about you? You can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and um, Instagram. Um, you can find us at... Are I you going to say TikTok? Did, have you got a <laughs> no, TikTok yet? No, God, no. I You're had it when it was musically. I remember I got it for some reason. Um, music. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can find us at iumovie underscore mad on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, Facebook. We're Movie Mad Pod. And we can email us at uh, mad at hotmail.com. Right. Yep. Those are all yep. things. Until next week, where we're watching Daywatch, apparently. Is it Daywatch? It's 100% Daywatch. We're watching Daywatch Nightwatch. Right. Who watches Nightwatch? We did. <laughs> Who watches Daywatch? We will. Um, I'm and what are we doing every Friday? Busy washing my hair next time. Sorry. Every Friday we watch um, uh, Nashville. Backstage at Bluebird. Nashville we are, watch. We are heading into season three. Yeah. And now, um, is this the point in which uh, the evil take over the good? Maybe. I'll have to go into Savvy Fighters to find out. Is is Counting Beans considered evil? I think so at this point, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. And is Waiting Tables considered the uh, work of a good person? Yes, yeah. And is being a, a, a rich songwriter considered the kind of thing that a terrible human being who <laughs> even a bean counter couldn't like would be? That's, that's, um, you know, that's the best person. That's the person that we all aspire to be. 
Who aspires to be Gunnar Scott? You do. You know you do. Don't. You changed HBO Max for me. <laughs> the other week I got angry at you because you changed HBO Max oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, to a picture of uh, Skimble Shanks, the worrying cat, the cat, the worrying yes. tree. Yeah. I demanded a new picture. And you, you said, don't worry about it. I'll get on that room yeah. immediately. And then, and then 10 minutes then, later, I go on the account. You made a stipulation. It's got to be a person. It can't be a cat. And I was yeah, because like, right. <laughs> I wasn't falling for you just choosing another one yeah. and it being, you know, Corden Cat. Yep. And Which so it I, would I, have been. I double checked with him. I said, so it has to be a person, a human being, but it doesn't matter who. He's like, just as long as it's not a cat. And I said, OK, I will do that. I can do that. And I did it. And, and I didn't load up first. I just loaded <laughs> up with the uh, the words, and you changed my name to Andrew Scott. I figured, oh, that's sweet. It's like Adam Scott. You yeah. you've just yeah made me marry Adam Scott, and now I'm uh, I'm, well, maybe uh, I'm happy. Moriarty from Sherlock. I'm Isn't okay that with that. Andrew Scott, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm okay with Andrew Scott. Yeah. He's he's you know he was expected, <laughs> I guess. But, I, but I uh, what loaded that. up? What picture loaded up? Your favorite, your favorite person in the whole wide world, apart from me. Now, wait, I haven't seen this thing. What are the options that allow you to have cats and uh, Sam Palladio as a uh, op- as an avatar option? What are options on HBO Max? Because I can't, I can't work out the brand. Fo- fo- you can upload your own photos. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Well, HBO, HBO Max. You done fucked up because Netflix they don't do that. Netflix are like here's all your things. Disney, Disney Plus they all that thing. Yeah. You don't allow someone to upload their own photos. That's just. Yeah, next I'm just going to put a dick up. Better. Which one? Who's? Uh, well, that would be Gasper telling. Norris? Mm-hmm. Is going to go love? Or yep. are we going to get some shame in us? Oh, man. That's my idea. That's my one. i got to, I got to get back on to HBO Max. Yeah. Until the next play, week. Play fast and loose. <laughs> what would... Pardon a second. Before we go, of course. Yeah. What would Michael Fassbender sleep shift into? Big old snake. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network. Produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.